0: Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, you'll have ad-free episodes, and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at love, linked in the show notes.
1: I think I've always had the urge to kind of just create something um, and I find I'm, I'm happier just in general when I'm creating.
0: Imagine living your normal day and getting your car fueled up on demand. Seriously, check out L.A. startup Refill Fuel and enter code Tech for $10 off. That's Refill Fuel. It's amazing. Literally, you can be anywhere and have your gas totally topped off the tank and not even have to deal with it. No more gas stations. to so go to refillfuel.com. That's R E F I L L F U E L.com. Code We Are L A Tech for $10 off. We could not do this without the community believing in our vision together. We Are L A Tech is independently funded, funded by you, the community. So to support We Are L A Tech, go to patreon.com slash We Are L A Tech. That's P A T R E O N dot com slash We Tech.
2: Hello, everyone. My name is Brian Nickerson. I'm guest hosting for Esprit Devora on We Are LA Tech. I'm co founder and CEO of Magic Links, and I'm guest hosting for Esprit while she is cruising around the United States interviewing amazing women entrepreneurs in all different communities. And I'm very excited today to have Zach on board. Zach, hello. Hey there. Hey, everybody. Um, so, tell us, Zach Dyler. Um, uh, my name is Zach Dyler. I'm the CEO of Leica. Great. And uh, so, so Zach, tell us, just give us a
1: little quick snippet on what Leica does, um, and then we'll dive into some other areas. Sure. Uh, Leica is a real time map based social application that helps you find things to do in real time. So, it's essentially a hub for your social life. So, and it's an app, right? It is, yeah. Mobile app. Uh, we're currently in the app in the Play Store. Um and we're going through a quick revamp right now before we do a full launch. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And so, so customers can download the app now. Customers can download the app. Um, we haven't been promoting it so much because we're working out a few kinks and whatnot. But um, we'll hit it hard as soon as uh, we get this uh, next revamp done within the next like two weeks, I'd say. Very cool. And when um when did Leica start? Uh, about a year and a half ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Leica is spelled
2: L-A-I-K-A. L-A-I-K-A. Yep. Okay. Very cool. And so tell us about the name. how do you, how'd you come up with the name? Like uh, it, it's unique. <laughs> yeah. This is cool.
1: The name's actually kind of an interesting <clears throat> story. We uh, initially had a much more simplistic, uh, app that we were going to go forward with. And that was called turnup, like, mm-hmm. uh, like the vegetable. And I think we spoke too loud at a party or something, my business partner and I, uh, co-founder and I, uh, and, Literally, like we were about to register our app in the app store and someone had registered the same name um, or the Play Store, I should say. Uh, someone had registered the same name and like did a placeholder, but they've never released an app. But it was mm. like the exact same idea, as uh, same name, same idea, same like, like idea for the logo. So we we think we talked too loud and... And uh, someone like overheard us and ran with it. But um, it was actually a blessing in disguise. So Leica came about um, after like toiling over like four or five different names um, because Leica is a perfect representation of the app. Leica was the first animal to be sent into space, the first living creature to be sent out into space by Russia. Was that uh, a monkey? Uh, it was a dog. A dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so... These are like Sputnik days. Yeah, Yep. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So we just felt like what our app is, a map-based um, social planning tool. So, you know, we want you to go out and explore and be pioneers and go do new things and find new things to do yeah. with your friends. And and we felt like Leica was a perfect representation of that. On top of that, we felt like, uh, you know, everyone loves dogs and the, the logo, which is a dog in a space helmet. This is
2: amazing. Oh my gosh! So Zach just stood up and showed us the actual logo
1: on a on a sweatshirt. It's the cutest thing. <laughs> it's and, a great dog. And so we have uh, we have two logos: one with the visor up and one with it down. Um, and uh, but yeah, so we we just thought it was a great representation for what we do as an app. So
2: yeah, yeah. that's great. Uh,
1: so Zach, how you're you found you're a
2: co-founder of the company? I am. Yeah, and and are you business side, tech side, like who will
1: like? I, I'm, I'm more on the business side. Um, I come from kind of a marketing and you know, business development background. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my two co-founders, uh, Keith Breyer, um, who was uh, one of the early guys at Kayak. Um, mm. He's our COO, and he takes care of the operations mostly. And then Adrian... Um Ro is our CTO, and he does most of the tech side of stuff. Sounds like you guys have a powerhouse team. Yeah, yeah. We, um, you know, Keith and I um, hit it off about five or six years ago. We're best friends. And then Keith and Adrian um, were college roommates. And so it kind of just worked out. Um, we're all friends. Um, we kind of came up with this concept and strengthened it together. Everyone has their own, you know, little input for what it should be. And um, it's worked out well, so it's a good little team. Is this your first company you've started? No, I um my <clears throat> the first company I started was called Attention Media. Okay, um, and we were a online advertising network. Um, we did a lot of affiliate marketing, um, some mobile stuff, and I ran that for about three and a half years. Um, and then I did one other startup that I didn't found, but joined shortly thereafter, which was a proximity based messaging startup called ice technologies.
2: Oh.
1: Um, and I think we were just a little too early for that. And so after beating our heads against the wall for about a year and a <laughs> half, uh, I left and immediately we started like a Keith uh-huh. and I, so.
2: So you're, you're a serial entrepreneur, like longtime startup guy.
1: I I think when I was a little kid, uh, I remember this story and my dad as well. My dad took me to the doctor and the doctor was like, uh, what are you going to be when you grow up? My mom's an attorney. He knows that. So he's like, are you going to be an attorney or a doctor? And I was like, oh, I don't want to be either. When I was a kid, I was <laughs> like, I don't want to be either. And he's like, what do you want to be? And I was like, I want to be an entrepreneur. And so I think I've always had the urge to kind of just create something. Um, and I find I'm, I'm happier just in general. When I'm creating, and it doesn't yeah. need necessarily need to be for Leica. Uh, it could be I, I write like poetry and rhymes and stuff like that. Um, I've you know thought up about taking painting. I'm just creative in general. I love I love attaching myself to creative projects, and so um, yeah, I think that's my main drive in being an entrepreneur.
2: Yeah. So how how old were you when that happened? I think I was uh, maybe like twelve or thirteen, uh-huh. something like that. Yeah. And so, did you have? Was there like an entrepreneur who you had in mind? Like, was there some? Was it like Steve Jobs, or you had you had someone in mind at that point, or like how did you know
1: uh, at that age, or like a lemonade stand that did really well? Or? I mean, my mom. Um, through the years, was an entrepreneur at times. Uh-huh. She she owned a company called Typers before um, computer processors kind of killed that for the legal field. Uh-huh. And then she became an attorney. She had her own uh, law office for a number of years. So um, I think she definitely has a bit of an entrepreneurial spirit. And then, uh, you know, other influences, my accounting teacher in high school um, had this little thing like every Monday they'd like profile a company or profile a an entrepreneur and I just always thought Richard Branson what for me was sure. like like the coolest dude and just the way that he <clears> ran <throat> his company and and um, I I got the chance to meet him twice last year so I I just think he's an amazing person so I I think him overall else and now I'd say Elon Musk for sure I, yeah yeah those are great uh,
2: great great heroes to have so Zach um you you
1: you are from L A. Yeah, I grew up here, um, born and raised. My sister and I. Um, I was born in Burbank, um, so I've I've lived all over now. I lived in Marina del Rey for a while, Hollywood Hills, Studio City, um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm an LA native for sure. Yeah, that's awesome.
2: Okay, so let's let's talk a little bit more about Leica. Sure. Um, one of the one of the challenges I think a lot of companies have is like, how do you scale? How do you get users? Um, and from from what I understand, right, you're you're helping people you know, connect. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And like as helping that. So, so you, you, this is a classic business, I think where you need like users have to be on the platform to connect. And then the more users that are on, the more valuable it is, but Mm -hmm. you've got a little chicken and an egg problem. Like until you get people on in really big scale, right. Then, then you've got a challenge. So like, how do you think about that? Are you thinking locally? Are you thinking like, like walk us through some of the
1: things you're thinking of, what you can share publicly. Right. Right. Sure. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I'll be pretty candid about it. I think in terms of, you know, getting investment money or, you know, just in terms of like viability, I think it's tough for a social app to kind of get scale, right? So mm-hmm. you have to either be really fortunate like Snapchat or Instagram where they kind of just blew up immediately, right? They they found a niche and and kind of you know, took off or Facebook, which is like long and slow, but have, you know, steadily increased, uh, it's tough. So um, what we're doing is really a lot of R&D, a lot of of trying to figure out what people like about the app and what people don't, and then being expeditious and, and, you know, taking those things out and replacing them with things that people do like. So um, we've gone through like already kind of two and a half iterations before getting to like a product that we really feel comfortable launching. Um, so, and then in terms of marketing and, and pushing the app, I think uh, the college circuit is really what we're going to do. Mm. And mm-hmm. our, our company, because we're based in events, and I kind of have another, like, side career doing that, like, helping and running events. And, and so we're going to partner with a lot of, like, music festivals and um, – you know, events that I probably will run myself as well. Uh-huh. So we, we'd we like to do like a college tour where we bring some DJs and musical acts and tour around the country, um, do a free show. Uh, everyone can come to the show as long as they download the app, um, do something like that. So that's that's in the plans. Um, and then just re- doing college outreach, having uh, ambassadors at as many campuses as we can. Um, we're going to start locally, really pushing um, UCLA, all the colleges around USC, whatever. Um, and then, uh, West coast and then, and then do it like a full launch across the country. So
2: amazing. So I think like, as I think of members of the community, right. One of the things about being a great entrepreneur is leveraging these different pieces you have that may not on the surface look like they're connected, right. But like, it's almost like you got to be scrappy, like figure out like any way to do it. Right. And like, you've got You've got connections to this other place, right? The events that you've done, and so like bringing those in is a little bit of an unfair advantage, you know. You c- you can bring to help get this started. Yeah. And so so are you guys, are you able to talk about your funding at
1: all? Are you funded yet? Um, yeah, we are. So we're self-funded and um, we got some seed capital mm-hmm. and we are about to embark on another funding round um, because we have a run rate till about the end of the year, so. Great, okay. Yeah.
2: Um, and so I'm also thinking about like one problem you're solving is how do you help people connect and like find their friends and find out where people are hanging out and how to connect. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, there's businesses that actually need that like desperately. Totally. Right. Like if you're a bar, how do you get people in? Right. And a lot of, some bars are popular, but others might not be. And so if there's tools or services or like connections into communities that can help drive that. So I guess like one, I'm kind of thinking out loud here. Right. But two, like how do you think about which side of that community you serve first? Or are you serving both? Or like you're still kind of exploring or?
1: Well, you know, I think it's a kind of another chicken and the egg thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's important for a social app to to be about the the user, the end user. Um, something I think, you know, Foursquare, which is somewhat of a competitor, but not really anymore, all they do is kind of sell user data, right? But um, I think initially, they were very user friendly, and they like wanted to do all these things for their users. And then they, they kind of got to a point where they needed to start making revenue, and then it all went away and then they split up the app and it, it just kind of did a bunch of things that didn't really make sense for the end user. And so I always think you have to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, their happiness is important. So if you don't provide a, a service for them that they like, I think, um, you know, they're going to abandon your app pretty quickly. So um, I think you start there and build a product that people want. Yeah. And then. And then you can build in, you know, these communities, that things, and you know, uh, connections with businesses and whatnot, where um, you provide something of value for them as well. So sure, okay, that makes sense. So so
2: focus on the user, create mm-hmm. a great user experience, and then and then the the business side yep. kind of lays in, yeah. Yep. Um, and so and you mentioned like Ticketmaster or ticketing might be kind of some early partners for you. Can you say anything more?
1: Yeah. So uh, initially, we think, you know, the low hanging fruit would be to um, partner with uh, Open Table or something like that for reservations um, and then, you know, ticketing, maybe Ticketmaster um, or do our own platform. But, um, and then, you know, branch out from there. So maybe do customized experiences where, you know, people can buy a package or a night out on the town and we plan the whole night for them, Um, you know, stuff like that. So um, we have a lot of stuff in the works in terms of how to monetize the app Mm -hmm. and in different ways, too, because I think, um, I mean, just coming from an advertising background, like one of the things that so many things uh, companies are experiencing is, is banner blindness now on mobile. So, so many people are just kind of looking past the mobile ads and um, it kind of disrupts the app experience. So I'd really like to focus on ways that we can monetize the app without really, um, you know, ruining the end user experience. Right, yeah. right. And so in LA, what,
2: what would your vision be? Like, what's the ideal kind of customer um, interaction with the
1: app? Like, what, what are you helping, helping someone in LA do? Connect with their friends better, definitely, um, and then provide a platform where you can figure out no matter what, what's going on. Um, I there's really nothing out there. Everything's kind of segregated. You have all these little blogs that that talk about you know do this in LA this weekend or whatever, but it's all it's all segmented. There's no yeah. there's no centralized app where you can go you know, find cool new restaurants to go to, read about it from different blogs and stuff like that. And so we kind of want to incorporate all of these elements into it and then, um, you know, uh, package it with the social side of it as well. So if you see, for instance, an art gallery that's opening this weekend, um, you can immediately connect with your friends through the app and plan that outing without, you know, sending a text message to this person or, um You know, we want to incorporate groups as well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you have a main group of friends that you go see movies with. Hey, let's go check this out. And you're automatically in a group chat surrounding that event. So, yeah. So
2: that's, I mean, it it seems like a hard problem you guys are tackling because the very fact that no one's done it. Right. And like more and more information and technology and like this stuff, like you're bringing together information, but Mm -hmm. like, it's hard. You guys are tackling a hard problem.
1: Yeah. I mean, we also think that there's a hole in the social sphere, as I call it, um, where no one's really doing it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think it is a, a hard problem to tackle. Google thought about doing a, an app called Who's Down, which was similar. Um, Snapchat just bought up um, one of our competitors, Zenly, which was somewhat similar but more geared towards like kids, like mm-hmm. like young young kids and. Um, uh yeah, I think you know over the years there's been a few others that do something similar, but um, there's definitely a gap in the social sphere. So I think Facebook and Twitter are great at what they do. Um, you know, Twitter for keeping up with celebrities and companies um, finding news in the moment, um, Facebook for following groups and whatnot. But Facebook has gone so far towards like monetization and and content that, you've really kind of lost that social aspect. Like mm. you're not really communicating with your friends on Facebook anymore, maybe through Messenger, but then there's no like social side of the platform. Sure. So, um, you know, and it's not static. So there's an algorithm there. So if I'm like trying to hike at 9 a.m. tomorrow, there's no way that I can make sure that my friends are going to see that that's coming up. And so we think that there's a real gap in, and these massive social networks and we think we can fill it with our idea.
2: Yeah. That's great. That's great. I totally and like, it seems like a few years ago, Facebook, it was easier to do that almost. And then they've moved in a different direction. Exactly. To your point. and,
1: And I get it. I mean, you know, you have, you have, you know, stockholders that are asking for more revenue and whatnot. And like they, they have to, you know, appease that. And so, I think it's a weird kind of thing for an entrepreneur, especially a CEO, as your company's growing, it's like, it's difficult to kind of keep the the essence of what you wanted it to be right. versus like, you know, matching people's expectations, especially after you have investors and whatnot. But, um, you know, I think it's important to provide, provide value and uh, we definitely see the gap there where, um, where uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat really aren't kind of focusing, so.
2: yeah. Absolutely. What are other tech companies in LA not related to what you guys do but just overall in LA? Are there any companies that you think are amazing or that, you know,
1: people should know about like new finds? Full disclosure, I'm, I'm uh, an advisor for this company, but uh Bash Pros is definitely one. <laughs> not Bash Pros, Bash. Bash, pro. like like party. What, what do they do? Uh so it's a one-stop shop to like plan a party so you can get bartenders, you can get caterers. So it's almost like an Uber for, you know, planning events. Right. So you can fa- find, um, all kinds of different stuff. Um, you know, if you want balloon animals for your birthday party or whatever, it's, it's all on there, a part of one platform. And you can kind of pick the services all the cart. Um, so I think that's a really cool idea. Um, and they're just about to launch, um, their app. So, um, they're already kind of in beta doing um, mm-hmm. doing a bunch of stuff, but uh yeah that'll launch soon um and then I just went to a cryptocurrency event um and that was awesome like i i've been really following up on kind of the cryptocurrency world and blockchain technology and so uh, there was like three or four different l a companies that have started that are using you know blockchain and doing certain things with it. So I, I think all of those companies are, are kind of onto something.
2: Yeah. Very cool. And, um, how about in the LA community? Are there any, any people who've been especially helpful for you in your career or, um, you know, places where you have find connections? Cause one of the things that we are LA tech community, we want to like help other entrepreneurs in the space, like things that you, people, events, groups, things that you've pa- found particularly helpful for you? I know you've been a, a kind of almost, you know, early founding member almost of We Are LA Tech. Um, so I'm sure there's a shout out there. But what what, what have you found
1: helpful? Um, I mean, certainly this community. Um, I think Esprit has been awesome and kind of cultivating something that um, is not just like a social club, but like a actual, you know, tech community. So definitely We Are LA Tech. Um, and then, more recently, especially with the blockchain stuff, um, I have found that uh, like LinkedIn and uh, even Facebook, Facebook mm. Messenger, like if you go into the Facebook groups and get really targeted into whatever your field is, because I've done it across multiple things um, with, with advertising, with uh, cryptocurrency stuff, with social media. And so there's all these groups and that's just been a wealth of knowledge. Like I, I've actually been really surprised how many people are helpful online. That's very cool. Um, so how about if you had an ask of the community, um, how can the community help you? As soon as we launch uh, our kind of updated product, um, the community could help by trying it out, testing it um, and letting us know that, you know, their honest feedback to be on it. Like, so if, if, uh, they can download it now, but we're going through a revamp already. So as soon as we're done with that is kind of when I'd probably promote it in, in the yeah. group and online. But yeah, anyone that could download it, um, maybe you know, encourage their friends to download it if they like it. And just give us their honest feedback so that we can build the best product possible. And so and so, where where can they find you again? Uh, so our website's findlaika.com and... Uh, and sp- spell that for folks so we all know. Find, F-I-N-D, Leica like L-A-I-K-A dot com. Um, and uh, there's a link to the app in the Play Store uh, on the website. You can also sign up to our mailing list. Um, and as soon as we launch, we'll, we'll kind of be more up to date on that as well. Um, keeping people in the loop on um, new features and, you know, uh, events that we'll be throwing and that kind of thing. So Super cool. Are you going to throw like a We Are LA Tech launch party? I, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. We, we were definitely going to do a launch party. So yeah, I'd, I'd love to get the community involved.
2: Yeah, that would be, that would be amazing.
1: Um, and how can, how can pe- people connect with you? Uh, how can um, they find you, Zach? Zach at findlika.com okay. um, is Okay. probably the best way, uh, or, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. So Zach Dyler on LinkedIn, uh, Zach at uh, is my email address. Okay, and Zach Dyler,
2: D-Y-L-E-R, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yep, correct. Okay, very cool. So you guys, this wraps up an episode with uh, Zach Dyler, uh, CEO and co-founder of Leica, um, and a great member of the We Are LA Tech community. Um, once again, I'm your guest host, Brian Nickerson, uh, filling in for Esprit devora. Esprit, we know you're doing amazing things uh, out and about all around the United States. Uh, and Zach, thank you so much for being on.
1: Yeah, thanks everyone for listening.